0: It's time for Spooky, the Spooky Podcast. All right. Chris L.
1: Dillon, you should eat a low-key pie.
0: You can't be throwing curveballs at me like that. You know, I can't hit the curveballs. Spooky. the Spooky Podcast. You can't be throwing curveballs behind it. You know, I can't hit the curveballs. Don't spell it. S to the P-O-O to the K-O. S to the P-O-O to the K-O. <laughs> hey, I hear myself up. Oh, God. Is that what I sound like? Like, oh. Yeah, I don't, I, don't I don't have that, that kind of face in my face. <laughs> Who the hell is I hear myself up. Uh, oh, God. Uh, is that what I sound like?
1: My name is Chris L. <laughs> Dillon. And I'm
0: Shane K. Witty. We're
1: here once again for the spooks. The scare. My name is Chris L. Dillon. And I'm Shane K. Witty. We're here once again for the spooks. The scare. Yes, indeed. This is like episode... <laughs> the giggles. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. This is like episode something. 14? 15? Something. One,
0: one of um, those. Somewhere around there. It's one of those numbers, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the
1: teens. Yeah.
0: You can't drive yet, but you definitely can't vote. Nope. We're getting there. Getting close. <laughs> and this week,
1: when you're listening to this... When it comes out on Friday, there will also be, because that will be, what, December 1st? Yes. When this is released. And if you weren't aware, there is going to be another episode of The Spooky that will be released on the same day. But you can only hear it if you go to our Patreon and become a patron for our Extra Large Patron episode.
0: Give yourself a cool Greek name. Is it Greek? Roman? I don't know. Something. Patron? Patreon? Probably. Probably a Latin. Roman or some Latin. Yeah. I don't it's know. The Latin. We'll figure something out. Something. I don't know. But yeah,
1: so that'll be mm-hmm. another, like, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours or something of spooky goodness that you can only listen to if you go to patreon.com slash the spooky podcast, become our patron, and you'll be able to get that extra episode once a month on the first of every month. First one coming on December first, the day the day this episode also drops. So if you want to feel a little special and hear our our voices even more, you can do that. You could totally do that. Yeah, it's getting that plug out of the
0: way. How was your week? <laughs> My week has been well. It's been interesting. So
1: yeah, me too. You
0: know, last week the kids were off all week because of a Thanksgiving break. They go ahead and butt up the parent teacher conferences at the beginning of the week. Yeah. But the two little ones are doing great in school. You know, they're doing really good. Awesome. That's pretty cool. But I had to deal with, you know, I didn't have all the kids, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of get latched down when you only have one kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you're like, oh, I got to be here all week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, I'm trying to sleep, but, you know, you got the Disney Channel cranked up to frickin' 37. (laughs) So I'm having weird dreams about Goofy and Minnie Mouse and Pluto. (laughs) Donald Duck doesn't get the love he deserves. He doesn't. (laughs) In today's current Disney... um,
1: I would, I would I would say actually because I do also have to watch that stuff, <laughs> but the new DuckTales show, Donald has a good showing.
0: I haven't seen it yet.
1: It's no. so good. All right. It's well, yeah. It's so good. Woo. Yep. Well, no, because like all the voice, like the people they they have doing it, they're all like uh, well known comedians and well known people. It's written. It's 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 kind of back to that old style of cartoon where it's like it's written for kids and for adults yeah no i love that i
0: love when when they can pull off the subtlety of that i'll never forget the first time i saw shrek in the theater yeah with my kids and my kids are laughing at like certain things and i'm laughing at other things (laughs) i'm like oh yeah snap they put that in there (laughs) oh good on you sir
1: good on you (laughs) Yeah, well, they have this. They have an entire episode that I realized about halfway through was completely based on the Warriors, because <laughs> it's like the 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 little ducks Huey, Doo, and Louie. They go off on some adventure, and Webby's left behind, and she like is wandering around the city, and then so she meets this other little duck girl, and they become friends, and then so they're kind of running around town, and then they end up at the junkyard. Because they heard that there was a party. And then it turns out that it was like Ma Beagle's birthday party that they snuck into. And so they had all the Beagle Boys there, but then they had all the Beagle Bo- like They had a thing where it was like Beagle Boys from different boroughs in the town. And then so they had like the Beagle Brothers that were like on roller skates. And then there were the other ones that were dressed like clowns. And all this stuff. And then so Webby and the other girl get found
0: out. Did you get a chubby watching a cartoon? I was, I, I was pretty stoked about it when I realized <laughs> it. Seeing so, you how the Warriors is your favorite movie My favorite of movie
1: time. of all time. Yeah, as soon as I realized it, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, because the, th- the whole episode is them trying to get back to the mansion. And all the different types of Beagle brothers or uh, Beagle boys are chasing after them. And they even had like Ma Beagle and they had like a shot with her like on the radio. You know, and she's, like, updating everybody like, over the radio. Hip
0: cats. Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> they had one, one of the Beagle Boys, like, throughout the episode, he keeps getting his fingers stuck in glass bottles. <laughs> and so by the end of it, he's got the glass bottles on his fingers, and he's clinking <laughs> it at everybody. It's fucking great. But it was, like, you know, Scrooge McDuck's being, you know, he's voice by um, David Tennant, who's the 10th Doctor. You may also know him as uh, the bad guy from Jessica Jones.
0: And then the dreamy one, yeah. the dreamy doctor. Yep, the one that everybody loves. That everybody has a crush on. Yep. It doesn't matter your orientation. Yep. You just immediately have a crush on him. you like, damn.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Well, and a lot of people don't realize because, you know, he, he generally puts on a uh, like a, a London accent mm-hmm. when he does stuff. But he's from Scotland.
0: Oh, so he's got like a really thick brood. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so he actually he gets to use his normal accent,
0: you know, for Scrooge, which is he cool. He just gets to show up and you like, oh, I don't have to get in character at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
1: it was pretty cool. So, it's like the Doctor, but with a Scottish accent, and he's a duck, and it's pretty awesome. And he's a duck. Yeah. And then the uh, Huey Dewey and Louie, they're, they're all played by, um, like, different pretty well-known comedians. There's, like, Bobby Moynihan, who's from SNL, and then, like, Danny Pudi, who was on Community, and then the other guy was, um, I can't think of his name, but he was on uh, Parks and Rec. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty great. And they have Donald Duck in it a lot, actually. And oh, well,
0: see, I, I need to get this part of the Disney. I get the uh, the, the Jesse's, which I don't mind because, I mean, Jesse's a very a, a, a attractive Redhead with oh. a husky voice. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's like kryptonite. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it is funny. I mean, like, Disney does put out a lot of good stuff. I know people are yep. like saying, like, Disney's the devil and oh whatever. things like that. I'm like, um, they're putting out, like, actually, like, legitimate, fresh <clears throat> entertainment. You know, they're not mad-libbing. You know, they mad-lib as much as everybody else, but they have better mad-libs than everybody else. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, I can get into that, but it's just like, you know, like just the computer CGI cartoons. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm an old cranky man. I want to see animation right. more than... I want to see CGI.
1: Right.
0: I mean, in certain aspects, like, the CGI is cool. Like, you know, like, um, you know, we're going to flip the script and go to Nickelodeon. Like, Jimmy Neutron, when they're doing the CGI, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Oh, you mean, like, Mm.
1: the 3D, like, computer generators? Yeah, yeah. They do all of it pretty much all in computers now, but they still, but you're meaning, like, traditional style animation yeah, even if they're doing it the computer, even if
0: it's on the computer, but right. if it look, but if it looks like that, you know, like, yeah. like I love Jimmy Neutron and it was CGI, but yeah. at the same time, I really loved Fairly Odd Parents, which had more of an animation style, right, to it. right, yeah, yeah. And when you know, even if it was all done on computers, right. That's just that. That's just my my personal taste on that.
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, me too. But yeah, you should check out you should check out Ducktales, especially if you want to see some Donald Duck. They had this in the first episode. They had this really good. I was like, I was like, this is like old school Disney Donald Duck stuff because they had this whole thing with him. And he's at like a job interview, and he's like waiting in the, the waiting room, and he looks over and this other ducks next to him, and she's got her resume, and it's all nice and stapled, and he realizes that his isn't. So he sees the this stapler, and he goes to use it, but it doesn't have any staples in it, or, or like it's not working.
0: And so he gets all mad
1: and he starts doing his whole hopping up and down and making all those noises and freaking out. And like, I just started laughing because it had, you know, he starts going crazy and he's hopping, he's on the chair, he's like like clicking the stapler and then he, like, he knocks this painting a little bit on the wall and it gets all cockeyed. So he stops for just a second and then just fixes the painting and then just goes right back to screaming and yelling. (laughs) That's why I love Donald Duck. And then by the end of it, he's like managed to staple himself to the wall and... (laughs) Kind of it's, it's really good, and then it, and then it extra scratched an itch for me because by the end of the episode, like you know, Scrooge invites him and Huey, Dewey, and Louie to come and live in the mansion, but Donald doesn't want to give up his boat that he lives in, so they just take a crane and they just put the boat in uh, Scrooge's pool, and so Donald lives on, the, on his boat in the pool. Nice, and then the you know the. The nephews all
0: lose. That's right. The house. Yeah. That's the one good Donald <laughs> in this world. It <laughs> is Donald Duck. Yep. yep. That's pretty good. I
1: recommend it. Adults and children alike.
0: So this, uh, you know, uh, announcement mm. is this will be the last time that we record with me being a bachelor. That's right, ladies. Y'all fucked up. <laughs> uh, I will be getting married the day after this episode airs
1: yep and be off the market
0: <clears throat> to literally the love of my life
1: <coughs> yes indeed
0: uh, somebody who's made me a better man yep. we merged families we did the Thanksgiving thing this year and with the merged families yep. Used my grandma's table, dining room table.
1: Yeah.
0: I used my grandma's uh, carving utensils. hmm
1: And I must say, your lady love certainly knocked it out of the park. She did. Because that was some good-ass food. And
0: she wouldn't let me have a hand in it at all. <laughs> but she did. She knocked it out of the park. That was
1: damn delicious.
0: And I'm glad that you got to come over and a few years. Partake in the, the foods. Oh
1: yeah. Got to and see then, the children's
0: oh, oh man. Hang out. And her desserts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, for Brimley he was just crying.
1: He's just crying. Oh, yeah. but the diabetes. <laughs> but the
0: diabetes.
1: The sugars. Oh no.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah.
1: Caramel apple on a cheesecake. Yeah, caramel apple cheesecake. Oh, shit. Did you have a piece of the pecan pie? That was the only one I didn't have a piece of.
0: Oh, no. She was she, so, the pecan pie was fucking amazing. Yeah. So, like, my two favorite cake, or, you know, desserts, are cheesecake, Mm
1: -hmm. number one. Yeah.
0: Pecan pie, number two. Word. And she knocked both of those out of the park. Hell yeah. She wasn't happy with the pumpkin pie because uh, she said it was too clovey. I don't know. I didn't have a piece of it. Uh, but, I had a piece of it, but it tasted fine to me. Her pecan pie, child. I missed that. I'll smack all your mamas <laughs> for a piece of that pie. That was literally the best pecan pie I have ever had. <laughs> nice. That <laughs> was all. Damn. Yes. <laughs> Fair it
1: is. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yes.
0: Thanksgiving was alright. Thanksgiving yeah. went good. Mm-hmm. I think. And let's see. Other than that, my my week was fairly uneventful. No no fun. No fun work stories. Yeah.
1: Well uh, just, I'm always glad when you don't
0: have <laughs> like, Oh, so am I. Yeah. So am I. When
1: you're not being like, oh, this is guy came at me with an axe. Yeah, yeah. Just popped out of the shadows. Some dude just, you know, just like, can I use the bathroom? And then pulled out a chainsaw and went to work. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good.
0: So, how was your week? Oh, it was pretty good. I, uh, I've,
1: I've been working a little bit of the part-time for the holidays to make sure that my boy has a good Christmas. And... Uh, and even though I work during the day, in a very different type of business, uh, I too have had to deal with um, transients, <laughs> uh, people of uh, high call, high chemical percentages in their blood. We
0: call them the travelers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, where I'm at, like they're not really doing a whole lot of traveling. <laughs> Doing a whole lot of uh, passing out in the parking lot at two o'clock in the afternoon.
0: Well, when you're tired, you need to take a nap, I guess, man. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, when you're all, yeah. when you're all just full up on dark eyes. It's a hot, <laughs> hot November afternoon in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I guess you just you just pass out
0: in the, in the parking lot. Well, it's fine. The, yeah, the asphalt's so warm, man. Yeah, it's so warm. cats do it. Oh, the cats do it? Why can't I? It man? Makes sense. Nature. Yeah. Nature.
1: So, you know, I managed to see a lot of uh, you know, sort of drunken screaming at nobody in particular. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just uh, some some heavy sleeping in the parking lot. <laughs> which the Albuquerque Police Department had to <laughs> intervene. But um yeah, no, that's been pretty good. And then uh I my son was also off last week, but he was not at my house. He was at his mother's house, but he's going to be with me on Christmas, Christmas week. So that's the trade-off.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. And weird. And,
1: and somebody, not gonna, got, somebody got some good news. I did get some good news. I'm not going to go into specifics about it, but a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about some job opportunities that I was looking into, and... Um, yeah, it worked out. Looks like we're gonna be starting some new, some new work here. Some new next, work, yeah, not I'm soon, very happy not until next year. But yeah, and we might actually be able to, you know, move into a a spot where neighbors vacuuming <laughs> is, not, is not going to uh, bleed into the podcast,
0: <laughs> or you know, garbage trucks, garbage trucks, <laughs> birds, birds, yeah. Because, you know, we're in a total nature reserve here Yeah. at our current headquarters. Yep.
1: The current world headquarters. <laughs> but hopefully we'll be able our to... Our
0: fortress of solitude, because <laughs> it's cold <laughs> out here. <laughs> right.
1: But, uh, yeah, no, so that's really good. It's, uh, it's a game changer for sure. So, and it's going to involve a lot of traveling. Um, decent pay. And so hopefully I won't fuck it up.
0: <laughs> hopefully you
1: won't. Yeah. But, yeah. but that'll be really good. It's it's in uh, I I will say it's in the airline industry.
0: Well, because that's gonna because well,
1: that's feeding into kind of what we're gonna be talking about today. Yeah,
0: I had to chuck, like what I was doing on research. Yeah, because he wanted you gave good. me the good news. Yeah, cause you were because you're like I'm, I'm gonna give him a hard time. Oh no, totally am. I'm totally gonna bust your gonna bust your balls a little bit. <laughs> Get your, get your spooky up a little bit. <laughs> um, the other thing, too, is I, I've started to re-watch The Punisher. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still fresh enough to where I'm not going to give out spoilers and stuff like that. But if you have not watched The Punisher, and if you in any way love The Punisher, or even marginally like him like he's an okay guy or if you just own one of his t-shirts watch watch the punisher oh my god right it is amazing they finally get it right they totally do and what's kind of weird to me is that like i'm not
1: seeing a lot of people talking about it which doesn't make a lot of sense usually when like the new marvel netflix shows come out Mm -hmm. like on youtube or online or whatever there's a lot of like reviews and you know, analysis and all this stuff, and I'm not seeing a whole lot of that.
0: I think people are like in awe because they finally got the Punisher right. Yeah. I mean, we've gone since what the late '80s when Dolph Lundgren was Punisher yeah. to now, and fans have been so freaking disappointed yeah. with the movies. And then you had Daredevil season two, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Oh, oh man, yeah." So, oh, they they did it oh. right. What? And then, like, this one, like, I think a lot of it is, like, awe and astonishment. Yeah. Because they did it right. Because the easiest, the, it's the easiest formula in the world mm. is take, what's your favorite western of all time? Uh,
1: uh, that's a good question. Unforgiven.
0: Unforgiven. Yeah. Okay. That's basically the Punisher story. Yeah. But he has Uzis and, you know, he's yeah. got machine guns. Yeah. And grenades. Yeah, totally. That's all they ever had to do in any of the movies, and they never friggin' did that. That's <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, no, I'd, uh, I'd rank them as follows. Punisher number one, then Jessica Jones, then Daredevil season one, and then I'd say Luke Cage, then Daredevil season two, and then Iron Fist.
0: Iron Fist really just needed to pick up the pace. Yeah. And... Don't cast a guy to play Iron Fist that looks like Hyde from that '70s show. (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) it's like, it's like I loved Iron Fist. Mm -hmm. You know, I've loved all the shows. Yeah, you know, but you know, like Iron Fist, I was like, every time he's fighting, I was like, is Eric Foreman gonna show up sometime (laughs) soon? (laughs) Right. Is is Red gonna call him a dumbass? Well, and now especially since
1: that actor's got like all his weird uh sexual assault things going on right oh, now Oh does he Yeah, fucking Danny Masterson who played Hyde like, Oh yeah, no, no. He's yeah, being accused no. of like four rapes or something?
0: Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I like that. I I
0: love the fact that that women are feeling more comfortable in coming out about this stuff cuz one one of two things you know that's going to happen with this is that, you know, we as men are going to need to change some of the things that we've done mm-hmm. you know yeah. make you know and and raise our boys to where you know they don't do the type of things that you know we make them better men than we are yeah you know and our daughters too i mean yeah yeah for sure. but it Providing a place for our daughters to come to where they don't have to feel shame, yeah, and providing them, you know, a safe environment to where they can come to us with whatever and realize that oh, okay, I didn't realize I did that douchey thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, and it's a heartfelt one that that wasn't what it was meant to be.
1: Yeah, and you're like I'm gonna make sure, damn sure, I don't do that again.
0: Yeah. And correct our own actions, yeah, for sure, yeah and we are. we're seeing heroes fall, and it's gonna be messy. yeah, it's gonna be messy. We're gonna see people that we that that we you know um, cared about, who entertained us mm-hmm. as uh, as wow, <laughs> yeah, you did that, yeah, really. Um, I think one of the most heartfelt things in all this sexual assault things that have come out is um, Sarah Silverman. Uh And she was talking about her relationship with Louis C.K. Yeah. And she's like on the verge of tears the entire time she's talking about it. Sure. And she's still trying to sort it out herself. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, wow, you know. I've always considered myself a feminist but not I'm I'm fairly certain that I've done some kind of skeevy things at times sure never like you know busted into a room and started wanking or right. anything but yeah you know I probably did something like you know I touched the small of a woman's back and right. from what I've come to learn is you know like and, and just touching it to where I'm trying to get, like, through a crowd. Right. You know, there was, like, no intention, uh, intent behind it. Right. But that's a very intimate place from what I've been told sure. for yeah. uh, a woman to be touched. Yeah. And, you know, so I'm like, oh, okay, well, note to self, don't touch them there.
1: Right, right. Well, and I think that's kind of an important sort of thing that I think a lot of dudes need to kind of think about. Because I've been seeing a lot of this sort of backlash to it of like people being like, oh, it's so hard to be a man these days and you can't do anything and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, dude, like literally it boils down to us having to do the one thing that we've never really had to do in our lives, and that is consider. How our actions affect other people. Exactly,
0: right? (laughs) And it's like,
1: yeah. and, And so, yeah, a lot of times it's an issue of, it is, it's an issue of like, oh, shit, I never even snapped to if I did something and it was taken a certain way or whatever, regardless of whatever the intent was, like, that's what happened. And it's like that, you know, that obviously affected this other person in a different way than it did me. And it's like we need to be more uh, aware of that. And basically, be like, "Oh, well, if I was in, you know, just put yourself in the other person's shoes a little bit." And then it's like, it's not hard to be a dude.
0: (laughs) It's really not. Just like we have to be coherent of other people's feelings. Oh my god! Right. The insanity of that such thing. And so, yeah, no, I, I'm guilty of, I, I, I am guilty that I, you know, I had always touched a, you know, going through, always touched a woman on the small of her back right. until I was let known that, yeah, that's not the best way. And this is just working through a crowd. I wasn't, yeah. like, trying to, you know, do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, oh. Okay, I can see how that would be a thing, mm-hmm. you know, because that's a an intimate place, yeah. and and like all, oh, okay, well, it's been explained to me now, and now I know,
1: and yeah, these know, are things
0: that, that we need to, you know, pass on to our sons, yeah, so they aren't, you know, you know, being skeevy, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. But the thing is, is that I just, I, I am so happy that women right now are feeling empowered to bring these things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And any dude that's trying to put backlash on it, yeah. he can go right up and fuck himself. And fucking, yeah. um, in all seriousness. You know, I, I, mean, I, I, I think that that
1: can only really come from a place of knowing that you're doing some wrong shit. And not wanting
0: to change. Yeah, no. I'm like, oh, it's so hard to be a man. It's not fucking hard to be a man. Oh my god, are Mm -hmm. you kidding me? Look at me. I'm pale as shit, and I'm a man in America. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Oh oh, no. Oh, I gotta, I gotta start treating other people. What? That are different. What? Uh, Come on. That (laughs) that, like I like I should want them to have the same same. You know, things that I have, you yeah. know, get treated the same way by society. I'm a fucking dick.
1: Crazy. Crazy cuck.
0: Oh, no. oh no. I'm a cuck. Just take a, Just. I'm totally a cuck. Like totally you just cuck. want us
1: to have like take a little bit of self reflection <laughs> about how we fucking comport mm-hmm. ourselves on a daily basis. Like it's all even. It, I, I think I I agree with you. I think it's great. And like I've I've tried at least to take the opportunity to you know, do some self reflecting and, and, and self uh regulating, I guess, is like I would I would definitely say that I'm I'm of a different mindset than I was even just a year ago on things. And then a year previous to that, even more different. And it's like it's it's progress, it's change and it doesn't happen immediately. But you also have to take some take some sort of responsibility.
0: It is with it, it, it is happening, and I mm-hmm. applaud the you know uh, the amount of courage these women are displaying. You yeah. know, in, in bringing it to the limelight. You yeah. know, you know. Um, even though I I didn't agree with his politics, you know, Ronald Reagan used to say, "Sunlight is the best disinfectant." Right. And we got to bring this stuff. Up. We do. We we have to bring this out. Yeah. I have two daughters. Mm-hmm. You know, and holy shit! <laughs> right? <laughs> you imagine about, uh, the amount of panic that goes through me on a <laughs> daily basis. Sure. And you know, there's women who I I care for, mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my god, you had to go through this? <laughs> yeah. You know, and and like some of the stories I've heard are just insane. Holy crap. Yep. They're totally insane. I'm like, holy shit, I thought I was a perv. <laughs> <laughs> because I like this kind of porn or whatever. Right, right. But like dudes are like actually out there like Trying to force that shit. Yeah. And I'm like, no, look. And it's not hard to be a man. Look, I'm going to give you some free, some free advice, man. All right, here's the thing. You're like, oh, it's so hard to be a man. Oh, I'm a nice guy, man. I'm not like other guys, man. <laughs> All right. Number one, get rid of those things from your lexicon mm-hmm. of conversation. Yeah, okay, great. Maybe you are a nice guy. But you constantly saying you're a nice guy is going to send off fucking trigger alarms.
1: Yeah. Yeah, nice, like, genuinely nice people don't need to fucking tell you all the time. Exactly.
0: <laughs> right? It's like it's like the person that says, no, I'm not an asshole. No, I'm not an asshole. No, I'm not an asshole. But in your mind, you're all, no, you're totally an asshole. <laughs> right. We're like, you yeah, know, I just. I don't like drama. I don't like drama. I don't life. like drama. It's like, at you're what, the most you, drama-filled
1: person I know. What are you talking yeah, about?
0: Yeah. I don't like drama. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I crave it. <laughs> but I need it in my life. I need yeah. it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. For any of you that happen to be listening, that's a man, and I'm going to... Uncle Shane's free advice No, you can still flirt with a woman at the bar. Mm -hmm. You can totally hit on a woman at the bar. However, if she starts to stiffen up, (laughs) yeah, walk away.
1: Yeah. When you get shut down, actually shut down. Yeah. How
0: about that? (laughs) Just that. It's not like, you know. And, and here is the greatest pickup line ever in the history of the world of pickup lines. Okay, ready. All right. All right.
1: I think I know what you're going, yeah. where you're going, but all right.
0: You, fi- you find a woman attractive at the bar. Right. She's with a group of friends, whatever. But there's one of them that, you know, you find the most attractive. Go up and say, hi, my name is Daniel Fancy Pants, whatever, whatever your name is. Insert your name here. Okay. Insert your name here. I'd like to buy you a drink. I'd like to buy you guys a round drink. Um, If you'd like to, you know, introduce yourself to the group of friends. If you'd like to talk later, I'll be over here. Yep. And if they don't go over there where you're at, then just hey, let it go. Let it go, <laughs> dude. Yeah. You, you're not gonna you're not gonna get further if you go back there and you're gonna be like, oh, hey. Right. Yeah. They didn't get the <laughs> If I could rearrange the alphabet, I'd put you and I together. No, stop it. Just stop it. Just go over, introduce yourself, buy them a round of drinks and whichever one that you're interested in, say, I'll be over here if you'd like to talk. I'd like to, you know, get to know you better. I mean, yeah. And if they don't come over, then just... Fucking take the hit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. take it. <laughs> you know, they're like, nice shoelaces, wanna fuck? No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> or the weird thing where like, you start flexing at, you know, oh, God. <laughs> Being a bartender and seeing how some guys hit on people, I'm like, oh, oh man, what? Oh, yeah. No. No. Good. Did you see that?
1: Um, uh, it was earlier this year. SNL had this, this skit. It was like this girl at a bar, and the guy guys keep coming <laughs> up to her, and like the guys are wearing like, you know, like feminist shirts, and so they're like, "Oh yeah, I just got back from March or whatever." I'm like, "Oh cool," and they start talking about feminism and this and that. And he's like, "Oh right, yeah, well, yeah. you want to you want to get together sometime?" She's like, "Oh no, I think I'm good." He's like, "Bitch, you bitch." <laughs> So I oh, was so nice to you, talking about feminism. You're not gonna let me get my yeah. dick wet. Yeah. No. and then another guy comes. To you, he's like, "Hey, man, she, she's not interested. Get out of here!" And they like take off. And then the guy, guys like, oh, guys like that. You know what I'm saying? I hate it. Yeah, I was just down at the march. Of, uh, hey, you want to hang out sometime? <laughs> no, Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <coughs>
0: No, yeah. no, I went to the <laughs> I went to the women's march. I, I'll be honest, I was scared. I'm like, I'm gonna get fucking, <laughs> I'm gonna get fucked up. But you didn't. I didn't. It was a good time, <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh, my god, women are people. What? 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 That happens. Crazy. Yeah. It, it wasn't all this fucking feminazi stuff that. Uh, certain sex of our you know yeah. m- media likes to go oh, oh they're just a bunch of anger no it was a beautiful freaking thing
1: yeah no i mean it's it's it, people are just like conflate it to <coughs> you know weird shit it's like it's like look they just want to be able to like walk down the street and not be bothered and like not be scared what like, like, really what it boils it down to. They want to be able to go to work and do their job and then go home. <laughs> and not have to, uh, you know, deal with all that wait, bullshit. wait, wait, you know, wait, even... wait.
0: No, 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 wait, wait. What you're telling me right now is that what these women want is to be able to be, like, a white guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Oh, this is insane. I mean, even to
1: take, you know, a Louis C.K. joke, but, he, you know, it's like, regardless of whatever, he was right. He was like, you know, women are just, you know, it's like they walk through lives in just a tornado of, like, dicks being thrown at them. <laughs> it's like, this is not something that we have to deal with on a daily basis. So, yes, like, give, give a little bit of leeway on dudes probably. Most dudes don't really know, but they're finding out. No, we're finding
0: out now, and it's a good thing that we're finding out. It now. totally is. You know, I was I was you know it was explained to me. Um, you know, I know they have mansplain. Mm-hmm. I call it she splain mm-hmm. when a woman does. You know, not the same thing, but she's like, no, dumbass, listen. Right. <laughs> so it's not in a condescending term. Yeah, but it was a very you know Socratic method. Yeah. of it. You know, the future misses goes. Did you ever go on a date and you worried about the lighting in a parking lot? My answer was no. No. She goes. Did you ever worry about how far away you were parked from? Said date venue. Right. And it was like, "Um, no. Yeah. She's like, have you ever been intimidated when you were outnumbered in a bar, you know, on the ratio of women to men? Yeah. I was like, no. And she's like, these are the things that women have to worry about.
1: Yeah, well, no, I mean, it became, like...
0: And it what, just kind of, like, opened my eyes. I was like, holy shit, I'd never fucking even fathom those things.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, when it started, it started to gel with me a couple of years ago. I mean, it took a while to really come into sharp focus, but it started to gel with me a few years ago when, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast before, you and I we used to be partners in a bar. And a lot of times, like, nights that I'd work, you know, is like, our bars and... Here in Albuquerque, it's an area called Knob Hill, which is right next to the university area, and it's not the most, the safest part of town. There's a lot of transients, a lot of junkies, a lot of... Uh,
0: it's a weird blend. It's
1: a very weird, weird place, mm-hmm. but on, on nights that I would close, you know, it's like close the bar, you know, two o'clock, everybody leaves, it's two in the morning, and we close up, so I'm leaving the place 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I lived in the New university area, you know, the bar was in Knob Hill, and I just walk home, which mm-hmm. was like two miles from yeah. the bar. And at no point did it ever concern me that I was walking down, like it's the main thoroughfare of the town, that's not like the safest place, and I'm walking through at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. It never bothered me. I was never concerned. And then when I realized that it was like, it you know, in this kind of stuff, it comes down to like, I think people just don't like terminology. Like there's just, you know, people will say certain things and it, and it uh, it just rubs people the wrong way. But like, you know, like the term privilege, like when someone says I'm privileged, like yeah, instinctually, like the hairs go up a little bit and I'm like, wow, you know, and I automatically kind of like hear that and it makes me, you know, yeah, I want to no, push totally, back. to No, um, no, no, totally understandable but it's like once you really kind of realize what they're talking about it was like that's a privilege that i have that i can go and i can walk down the street at 3 2:30 in the morning in a bad neighborhood and not be concerned that's where some of my privilege comes from
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: and it's like that's when i started to kind of realize this sort of thing and yeah and you just don't you know like you don't think about it until someone puts it into focus for you
0: uh, and you know, I'm I'm glad that there are people putting it into focus. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's not going to fix everything overnight, but it's going to at least put it in to perspective, yeah, so that the next generation is better, yep, than we are. Yep,
1: that's the goal.
0: That is the goal. Uh, well, I'm like, uh, it's hard, but it is. it's good.
1: It's, 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 uh, people are pushing, people are pushing back, uh, because however they, you know, comport themselves on a daily basis, they've got to reflect on it and make some changes and people don't want to do that. And that's why they're pushing back. But it's just something we all got to do. It is. No.
0: And hopefully we can do that. There's
1: a lot of people on this planet. We're, we're pretty packed. Yeah. So you know we can't we, we can't avoid fucking rubbing up against each other, not in an actual physical way, but like we're going to have to interact. So <laughs> let's try and be cool about it. Yeah, just you know, yeah. Just, I mean, as, just you know,
0: Like rejection sucks. It sucks on it so suck. many levels, but
1: we all go through
0: it, and we all got to deal with it. And it's we all go people. through it. Women go through it too. Yeah. Women like a man or another woman or whatever, and that person doesn't have the same feelings. They have to deal with rejection too. You're not you you're not the only little you know. You're not the only one that has ever had to deal with rejection. Right. It just happens. Just fucking take it. Right. Take it on the chin. And just move on. Yeah. Don't like try to amplify. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe if I talk about that band that she likes. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, yeah. dude. Stop yeah. it. It's not a fucking video game. You introduced yourself. You bought him around a drink. Said you were available to talk over here. She didn't. Yeah. She decided not to take you up on your offer. Yeah. All right. You're out a round of drinks. That sucks. If you have a bartender that cares anything about you, he'll he'll buy you a couple of drinks. (laughs) Just let it fucking go, dude. Yeah, totally. Just let it go. So, So. with your new job.
1: Yes. I'm
0: going to be spending a lot of
1: time in the air.
0: In the air, doing aerial things. Not aerial like the Disney princess. (laughs) (laughs) Like, actually, aerial. Right. I scrapped what I was going to start with for the upcoming holiday season. Right. (laughs) And... Which is good,
1: because I was very half-assed on my research, and what I was bringing to the table is not that great. So I'm glad that
0: you have something. I have something. We'll (laughs) let you put your half-ass on there. Mine's half-assed, too, but mine is because of time constraints, because of news of you getting this job. Right. Okay? Yeah. So... I just found out yesterday,
1: afternoon, so... He, he made he's he's made all his changes in that time.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> it kind of fits with the holiday theme that I'm going with. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And here it is. Gremlins. Gremlins. Yes. All right. A beloved holiday show. Yeah. It's a great movie. Even though Homegirl's dad <laughs> died in the chimney, just like Santa.
1: <laughs> but so this is from a time when we had Phoebe Cates in movies. Yes, and you youngins out there, you just—you'll never understand. You'll never understand. That's just, that's the only thing I'm going to say about that.
0: Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. For a minute. Okay. Yep. All right. So, I remember Gremlins growing up as a kid. Yeah. And not the movie. I'm talking about it in Looney Tunes, or before it was Looney Tunes, it was what? Merry Melodies? Right. All right. (laughs) So, (laughs) Gremlins aren't gizmo. That turn into Spike. All
1: right. Well, but see, Gizmo was not a gremlin. He was a mogwai. Oh, see. It's when you feed him after midnight and you get him wet. That's when he spawns off the gremlins. Mm. Uh. Which was an issue I always I did have when I was a kid. Because my concern was, as, I don't know, a 7 or 8 year old watching gremlins, I, start, I got a little concerned with some logistics, and I was like, what constitutes after midnight? Like, when is it safe? Because basically, you can t- any time can be considered after midnight. It's after midnight right now. Yeah. So I was like, so when is it safe <laughs> to feed your magwai? <laughs> what time zone was this mogwai boarding? Yeah. I mean, is it like is the cutoff like six in the morning?
0: <laughs>
1: like, does that officially become does that beca- officially become morning, and it's no longer after midnight? That was it was a big issue. I was I spent a lot of time trying to figure that out. Never had any answers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want to I mean, know when I can I mean, feed my mogwai, I mean, man. I, mean, I guess it was implied that when the sun rose, you were fine. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Sometime between. Midnight and sunrise. That's just
1: a, that's a little bit that's a little loosey goosey on the rules, especially considering the consequences. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anywho. All right. So, <laughs> before the movie Gremlins, mm-hmm. there was a phenomenon known as Gremlins. Okay. All right, so I'm going to post some artwork of various posters from World War II. Okay. So gremlins are basically aircraft demons, sprites, ghosts. Okay. They fuck shit up (laughs) to make your plane crash. Oh, yay. (laughs) Yay. So... Most people will probably remember, you know, the Twilight Zone episode with William Shatner. Sure. Where he's on a plane Mm -hmm. and keeps looking out the window. He's seeing this gremlin, like, bust up the engines (laughs) on the wing. Right, right. And, you know, he ends up getting carted off. Yeah. In a straitjacket after stealing... The, the air cop's gun and shooting the gremlin. Right. In the Twilight Zone movie, uh, the role was played by John Lithgow. Right.
1: All classics.
0: All classics. You think Twilight right. Zone, you think of that shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you think Twilight Zone movie, and you're like, oh, oh. that what was it a helicopter that blew up and fell on three of the actors yeah. and killed them? Two of them being kids.
1: Yeah, Vic Morrow and the two kids.
0: Uh, but uh, there was like a whole ad campaign about gremlins. And, it you know, there's like reports of them showing up in World War One. Okay. With the biplanes. And they would like rip the... Uh, Tapestry—I don't know what to call it—the uh, canvas, you know, that was on the wings.
1: Oh, okay, yeah,
0: yeah. They'd rip that up, or they would chew through the. <laughs> they would chew through the cables that held, you know, the the bi wings together.
1: Right. Okay. So the whole Twilight Zone thing was actually based off of. It was like based an actual... off of stuff
0: that came out of World War One right. and World War Two.
1: Huh. I never knew that. <laughs> and. So so pilots were reporting that there was little creatures out on their
0: planes. Yes, they would actually. Yeah, no, they would actually. Or well, if they didn't report they saw them, hmm. they would report things like definitely teeth marks huh. on these cables.
1: Huh. Interesting.
0: <laughs> so, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, the the one that wrote uh Willy Wonka or. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, uh, Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Yeah. He was actually part of the Royal British Air Force and he got stationed to DC. Okay. And he actually wrote a book uh-huh. about these gremlins. Oh, no shit. Yeah. No, it's pretty funny. Wait till you hear these names. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so how do you pronounce his name again? Roald doll,
1: Roald Dahl, yeah.
0: Alright, so he's he's the one that's credited with um, getting gremlins known outside of the Royal Air Force.
1: Okay. Did not know that. I just know him from Willy Wonka and mm-hmm. James
0: and the Giant Peach. Mm-hmm. So, they were tiny men who lived on Royal Air Force fighters okay. in World War II. Doll called the wives of the gremlins Fifty Nellas. Okay. Okay.
1: Alright. Fifty Nellas.
0: Their male children were called Widgets. Okay. <laughs> and, oh shit. The female children were called. <laughs> Filler to gibbets, filler to gibbets. Okay. <laughs> so anyhow, so like gremlins before the movie came out, I remember the old Looney Tunes merry melodies yeah. uh, cartoons. You know, it was like, we are crem- we are gremlins from the Kremlin. <laughs> I don't remember
1: uh, and that. And then there was
0: another one where, uh, yeah, the, those were the gremlins that were Soviet gremlins that were. Attacking a plane okay. that Adolf Hitler was flying. <laughs> okay. And there's another one with uh, Bugs Bunny. It's called Fallen Hair or Falling Hair, Fallen Hair. Hair is in, in rabbit, like yeah. you know rabbit hair, yeah. not H uh, H A R E. Yes. Right. And so when you told me you got this job and we do this podcast, I was like, oh, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> this is great. But they did. They had like a whole ad campaign. The Royal Air Force, and basically, what a gremlin is, is what they would put the blame on for like some, you know, uh, malfunction that happened with the <laughs> with the plane.
1: Okay. So what was the what was the purpose of the ad campaign?
0: It was it. was kind of like the the you know you know make sure you do your shit. Oh. Or the, or the gremlins will... Yeah, or the gremlins will, you know... Fuck your shit up. Fuck your shit up. <laughs> right. So... Yeah.
1: Oh, so kind of like those old, like, propaganda, like, World War Two propaganda. Yeah, no, about, like, no, they're totally... Carpooling, like, if you ride alone,
0: you're riding with Hitler. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Just like that. And they have them in little ghost images on the back. Like I said, I'll post some pictures of right. these things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before... Uh, the episode drops. And, uh, um, yeah, but, like, pilots swear they saw these things. Okay. Now, scientifically speaking, people, like, where it became the, the biggest, where, like, the most reports of gremlins were, mm-hmm. was with the high-altitude uh, photographic planes. Oh, okay. So...
1: Like the like the recon,
0: yeah. The recon ones are like, oh, okay. We need to take a picture of this place because we need to bomb the shit out of it. So right. we need some photos, okay? So we can know when to drop it, uh, drop the payload, right? And <laughs> they would see him, but you know, the the theory behind it is is that you know it was still. Aviation was still a pretty new thing, even in World War II. Sure,
1: yeah,
0: and these high altitude things that they, you know, they were under such physical duress up there with like lack of oxygen. Sure, you know, dealing
1: with the G forces and whatnot.
0: Dealing with G forces, dealing with temperatures. Right. That you know, it just caused people to hallucinate. Mm -hmm. And so, if you're a pilot and somebody else told you, "Hey," Beware of the gremlins.
1: Yeah, now it's in your head. Now it's in your head.
0: Now you're up there, and, and you're like, "Oh man, it's cold. Oh jeez, what the fuck is that on the wing?" Right. <laughs> Goddamn gremlins!
1: Right. Something. Something's wrong. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know. I mean, it's like any kind of. You know, I'm pretty sure they probably weren't the safest of aircraft.
1: Oh, no. In those days.
0: Yeah. And, but, I just I just thought it was funny. And <laughs> I'm waiting. Um, going, oh, hey, Chris, I'm, you're
1: going to be spending a lot of time uh, on airplanes. Yeah. Let me tell you about this bullshit.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you about some gremlins. We're <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> don't freak out. <laughs> just stay calm. And there's, like, no lore that goes with it. You know, it's just, like, as soon as, like, this technology showed up, suddenly there was some kind of mischievous sprite that went along with it to, like, cause engine problems or tear up your wings or chew your cables, etc. So there's, like, no, like...
1: So, like, backstory, there's no, like, you know... Foundation Closest thing is is that
0: Gremlin is based on a thing is based on an old Germanic word that uh, means to vex. Mm. Fair enough. It's called called like Grim Lane or something like that. Huh. <laughs> Sounds like a cool street to live on.
1: <laughs> well, fortunately for me, is that I've spent enough time uh, in airports and airplanes that any like trepidation about air travel that I might have ever had is just gone at this point. Like I'm perfectly comfortable.
0: I hate flying. Area. Yeah, I know. I and would it, take it, a boat anywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anywhere. Now I do I, I I still to this day have that moment and it's and it's so fleeting. But it's right on takeoff. When, you know, they're just about at that right speed, so you, you know it's like you're, you feel like you're just fucking moving, you know, on the runway. And then it's like right when that takeoff happens, then you get in the air, and then you get that that fucking feeling in your gut and your balls, mm. where they're they're in they're, they're in trying this, to tuck themselves. in Yeah, your they're ass. in a higher place where <laughs> they normally are. And then so you know, I have I do have that fleeting moment of like, oh, okay, if we're going to fucking crash, this is probably what's going to happen. It's just like. Right, we're taking off. Oh, nope. <laughs> like, I do have that for a second. Yeah. Um, but once it's, like, in the air and, like, everything sort of feels, like, leveled off or whatever, I'm totally fine.
0: Uh, I hate when I get a window seat by the wing. Yeah? Because <laughs> I'm always expecting to see a gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see, like, the wings, that you know, when they have the little shake to them and stuff. I'm like... I signed up for a plane. Not to ride on the back of a bird. I don't want to see wings flapping up here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I do. I totally, I'm all like, there's going to be, I'm going to look out the window. And there's going to be a gremlin right there. And it's going to take out engine three. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Yeah, no, I've never had, I've never had that. I have um, my, my very, very good friend who, uh, who works in the airline industry. He's a pilot. And him and I have spent a lot of time uh, traveling to places. And he likes to fuck with me um, because he has that very specific type of sense of humor where he says things to you and he's making a joke. But he's so earnest about it that you believe it, even when he says just ridiculous shit. Especially when he's talking about like airplanes because I know that he's like an expert on this shit. Yeah. And I don't know much about it myself. So he can say pretty much anything to me. And I'll believe him for at least a couple of minutes. One time I we were on an airplane and I got seated. Uh, window seat next to the wing kind of thing. And, you know, we, they were just starting up the plane. It was like, it was still a little bit before takeoff. They were still loading people up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he had, uh, he, he said something to me about how, like, Sometimes pilots only use, like, one engine to, you know, kind of conserve fuel. <laughs> and so he was like, he was like, yeah, so they'll turn it on on, like, say, the left side, but you might not see it on the right, like, not going. And that's just them conserving fuel. And I'm so fucking stupid. I'm sitting there and I'm like, but if they do that, aren't we just going to fly around in circles? If only one side of the planes fucking the engines on or whatever and he's like we we use all the engines all the time like what?
0: <laughs>
1: you just told me
0: you're trying you're trying you know to what rationalize I mean? whatever bullshit he, he gives to you yeah no I'm like okay fair <laughs> enough it's like the old joke you know <laughs> <laughs> you're on a intercontinental flight <laughs> pilot comes on and goes oh we just lost engine number four it's gonna delay our uh, it's going to delay our uh, landing by 15 minutes. Oh, we just lost engine two. Uh, it's going to delay our arrival time by 30 minutes. Oh, we just lost <laughs> engine three. Uh, but it's okay. We're going to rev it up. Don't worry about it. We're just going to postpone us um, by 45 <laughs> minutes. And then <laughs> and then the pilot comes on and goes, All. And now we just lost engine one. And... The passenger stands up and goes, what, are we going to be stuck up here all day? <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, so you know, so everybody knows, gremlins did not have a certain political stance when it came to World War II.
1: Okay.
0: They were neither favoring the Allies nor the Axis.
1: They were just in it to fuck up planes.
0: Yeah. It didn't that was, plane it was right? thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so they don't have a political agenda. All right.
1: Well, okay. Fair like, enough.
0: like their agenda is to fuck up engine planes. Yeah. Uh, neutral. planes on, or <laughs> engines on the plane. <laughs> That's their sole purpose. So they're not Nazis. Okay. They're not, you know, fascists. They're not, you know, the Allies. Who knows, man?
1: Because they're talking about doing a Gremlins reboot. Maybe they'll end up being Nazi mm-hmm. Gremlins. Yeah, Nazi <laughs> Gremlins,
0: <laughs> only fucking up the Allies' planes. Right? Damn Spitfires.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Gremlins, the movie. Um, and actually, I'm not even really talking about. But if that is something that you love, um, and if you haven't seen the movie Krampus,
0: which came oh, out I a couple haven't seen years that ago, one yet, which should. Like, come as no surprise to you that I haven't seen a movie.
1: Right, right. Well, not a lot of people did see Krampus, and I think that uh, people thought it was going to be fairly dumb, so maybe they didn't see it. But if you have any sort of, like, nostalgia for those old kind of movies, um, like, I'd say, you know, Gremlins or, like, Monster Squad or, like, the 80s, like, horror Mm -hmm. movies that were also for kids.
0: Yeah. They were still Mm -hmm. kind of
1: scary. Goosebumps
0: before Goosebumps.
1: Yeah, like Krampus fits into that like perfectly. When I watched it, I was like, it's like watching an 80s holiday horror movie. It's so good. It's honestly one of my favorite holiday movies of all time now. And I fully intend on watching it a couple of times this season.
0: I totally had to resist buying Die Hard. Saw it in the bargain (laughs) bin. Yeah, I was like, Christmas is coming up. Also a great
1: hard. holiday movie. I, like me personally, I would say my top three holiday movies are Krampus, Die Hard, and a movie called The Ref. Which a lot of people may not have seen. Um, but that starred Dennis Leary. Came mm. out in the mid-90s.
0: Yeah, no, I remember that movie. And I actually saw that movie.
1: It's a great movie. Um, but I guess now that it's I'm It's like Adult ho-
0: Home Alone <laughs>
1: Yeah, pretty much. But now, 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 shit. Now that I'm thinking about it, it'll star Kevin Spacey. Fuck, he's in that movie. Well, <laughs> if you can get past watching a Kevin Spacey movie, <laughs> check out the Ref. The um, great performances, it's a cool story, it's a funny movie, and one of my favorite holiday films. This that's actually something I'm having a hard time with right now because as you're you're definitely aware. And I imagine the podcast, if you listen to the podcast, you probably know this. My favorite movie this year was Baby Driver. Yeah. I love that movie.
0: No, you've seen it like 16 times. It's comfort food
1: at this point. You know, like it's one of those movies I put on. I don't even have to be watching it. Just if it's on in the background, I could be doing something else. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't know. It's like me with
0: Avatar The Last Airbender, the animated series, not that M. Night Shyamalan. Right. (laughs) <laughs> number one on my throat punch list in right. Night Right, are right. number crime. one
1: his, his crime against humanity <laughs> Yeah, but you know so with Baby Driver I, I, I love absolutely love every frame of that film and it's kind of a bummer because Kevin Spacey's in it and he's fucking great in it and, and I'm just kind of like well fuck what do I do with that now
0: Well, it's the same thing with, like, you know, with Kevin Spacey and, for me, it's Usual Suspects. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I freaking love that movie. Yeah. You know?
1: But see, like, and where I'm kind of coming from with it is that it's like, um, you know, Kevin Spacey is in the movie, but he's not the only person in the movie, and he's not the only person that worked on that movie. And I feel like... You know, if I suddenly am like, oh, I, I don't like Baby Driver anymore because Kevin Spacey," or like, "I'm not going to watch it anymore," or any of this stuff, as I feel like I'm doing a disservice to all those other people that worked on that film mm-hmm. that aren't Kevin Spacey. You know, and they've all did a phenomenal job. So I can't, you know. But it's still, it's sort of like a, it's, it's kind of a mind fuck. Like, what do, I, what do I do with it now?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what a lot of us are going to have to do. That are in media type format. Is like, all okay, well, you know, this stuff was made before, you know, the allegations came out. And I think that you can reconcile it in that aspect right. of, okay, they did do this. And you know, you especially know how much, you know, how many other people go into the production and, you know, the making of a movie. Yeah that you can still watch it Mm -hmm. and still enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, even, even not, not even regarding all those names that will come up when you watch the credits. I mean, just, just the other, you know, it's like Edgar Wright knows how to make a fucking movie. He's one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. I'm not going to discount the film, you know, because of Kevin Spacey when, you know, in my opinion, Edgar Wright crafted a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Fucking Ansel Elgort was great in that movie. Lily James, great in that movie. Jamie Foxx, John Hamm, all these guys, like they put in fucking Tour de force performances as far as I'm concerned. And it's like I'm I'm going to let that overshadow
0: well, Kevin Spacey. That's that. And I mean and you know, the people that are getting outed during the, the entirety of this thing, nobody's gonna touch them with a ten foot fucking pole. Right. You know. Yeah for a while.
1: Well, and, you know, and, and it made me think of, like, um, you know, when the whole thing with Louis C.K. came out, you know, he was about to premiere his new movie, uh, mm-hmm. I Love You, Daddy. And that got canceled. Like, no one knows what's going to happen with this movie now. Um, is it going to come out? Like, is it going to have a theater run? Is it going to come out on DVD? Like, what's, what's going to happen at this point? But then, you know, same, same sort of thing. It's like you have to consider is it's like uh, all the other people involved in that like they're all being screwed
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and that's I don't know that's a tough call you know I didn't want to just see that movie because of Louis C. K. you know I wanted to see it because of all the other performances and all the other people they were in it too um, I mean it is a little weird because it's very much a very it, it seems like a very Woody Allen-ish film you know and he's yeah. got his own <laughs> he's got his
0: own stuff too <laughs> and i've been weird
1: you know and i've been weird about woody allen movies you know for well, the past what 20 30 years or however long since he's had his bullshit at least that i've been aware of it
0: between, yeah, about, yeah. You know. somewhere in between that, that so, you
1: know it's like i don't watch
0: polanski movies I did watch a Polanski movie, but I didn't know it was a Polanski movie until right. later because I'm not as versed on, you know, movies as you. Sure. And, yeah. You know, I watched, uh, like the, what was it called? The Ninth Gate. Right. With Johnny Depp. Yeah. And then Johnny Depp's got his own stuff too when yeah. it comes to domestic violence. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. <sighs> well, we'll get through it. Everybody will get through it. We'll get through it, you know. Clean house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, on on, on some levels,
1: yeah, it sucks. But then everybody's, you know, if you're if you think about it that way, it's like, at that point, you're missing the bigger picture. It's just like Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I like I like movies. I like Louis C.K. I like these people, but I'd much rather, you know, women, (laughs) in general. Not having to to, deal with this
0: shit. Yeah, being able to, you know, not have to deal with that stuff. So, you know. That's my big thing on it, but, no. So, I'm sorry it wasn't, I'm sorry the spooky podcast wasn't too, uh, wasn't too spooky this time. I just, (laughs) I quickly had to, I had to fuck with you. I just. No, it's all good, it's
1: all good. (laughs) And, you know, I'm sure at this point, yeah, like, for the first time. When I'm on an airplane, I'm sure I'm going to be like, it'll be in the back of my head now. Thanks. <laughs>
0: the, gonna, let me get the pilot to to latch like a like a Jawa looking gremlin on the wing. Like, Chris, can you check uh, the uh, can you check the starboard wing? Seems like something weird's out there going on there, and there's just like some little Jawa looking thing out there by the engine. Cool, man. You make me poop myself at my job. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. You got it. <laughs> that's what friends are for. <laughs>
1: well, uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty much that's spooky this week. Cause I gotta run
0: running here pretty soon. Got to make that paper. Got to make that cheddar. yep. I like but, uh, cheddar. Yeah. Anybody a sharp cheddar? <laughs> some of that white cheddar? Yep. That Tillamook? Or however you say it? Hell yeah, that's that just Sharp good, white man. cheddar? Oh, man. Some of that Tillamook? Some of that baby bell? Some of that shit? Oh, man. That's how you cure the opioid crisis. <laughs> just start going around, passing out baby bells. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, like, this is way better than what you're doing.
1: This uh, uh actor and i can't i i i can't pronounce his name. I don't think i've ever even actually had it, like heard anybody say his name, but he's an east indian actor. He's on um uh is that hbo show, Silicon Valley. He's funny as shit. Um what i was seeing this thing is from like a stand up or something he did and he was talking about i guess there's this new quote unquote drug on the market called cheese.
0: Oh, is there? Yeah.
1: <laughs> And apparently, what it is is that it's it's literally a mixture of uh, Tylenol PM and heroin. <laughs> and he said, what he's talking about is he's like he's like you don't get to call that a new drug. That doesn't get to be have a new name called cheese because Tylenol PM is not like carrying the weight here. <laughs> So you're just basically doing heroin. Just say that.
0: <laughs>
1: just because you're dropping a little town all PM on top doesn't make it a whole new thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> so you don't get to call it cheese or a new drug on the market. It was cracking me up. It was really good. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that was kind of random. So that's our episode this week of Spooky...
0: The Spooky Podcast,
1: and uh, you know, even though you know there's some changes uh, in the pipe, um, you know, we're still going to be coming at you. Yep, week.
0: you're still going to have to deal with
1: this. We're still going to have to deal with this. Although maybe we'll eject a little <laughs> more spooky in the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will. Just you know, as long as I don't
0: get curveballs the night before, and I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. nope, 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 nope. Yeah, I think you know, demons.
1: Next They're next week, fuck this shit up. Next week, I'm thinking I'm going to come with, uh, you know, because we have been talking a lot about pop culture, movies, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So let's do a little spooky Hollywood. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of urban legends, a lot of different uh, myths and stories, anecdotes around Hollywood and the uh, age of movies, especially around like the the golden age when movies first started.
0: It actually used to be called Hollywood Land.
1: Hollywood Land. Yep. Original sign. Hey, so yeah, which I know which movies. has which has some uh, stuff because people have uh, killed themselves mm-hmm. jumping off of that sign and uh, basically according to everyone in Hollywood, all of Hollywood is haunted, and we'll talk a little bit about that probably next week. Uh, Black Dahlia. Yep, Black Dahlia. Oh
0: no, Cecil Hotel, you know, Elisa you know, Lamb. You know, you totally know we're going to go with something not as you know, obvious as Black Dahlia. Yeah, oh, we
1: might touch on it maybe a little mm-hmm. bit, but. Maybe, maybe, maybe. something. But let's a uh, little bit of a little bit of local promotion. So our good, our very good buddy of spooky guy by the name of Curly Tlapoyawa, He has a podcast called The Hardcore Archaeologist. He's a real life Indiana Jones. This guy's a stunt man actor, um, and, and he archaeologist. Also, and he's an archaeologist, yeah. and uh, he <coughs> he does his own podcast and he he talks about. All that good stuff. His first episode dropped last week, um, so he's he's kind of new on the scene, but he's really entertaining to listen to. His first episode, he had as a guest, uh, and I'm, I might mess up this pronunciation: uh, Lalo uh, Alcaraz, mm-hmm. um, who's a uh, uh, he's an artist, a cartoonist. He also uh, very heavily consulted on the movie Coco, which just came out with Pixar.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, I saw his re- I saw his review on his feet on on my feed mm-hmm. about uh, about it. it says it was really well done. Yeah,
1: I have yet to see it, but I want to check it out, especially now. Um, so, and the the first episode was really entertaining. so Check that out. The hardcore archaeologist pronounced cuckoo. Is it?
0: I think so. It could be. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about to be honest but with you. So it's spelled cocoa. Yeah, C
1: O C O. So I just assumed it was cocoa.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think they pronounce it cuckoo. Might be. Could could very well be.
1: But yeah, check that out. Just do us do a search on the Facebooks for the Hardcore Archaeologist and you will find Curly. Um and then uh, then you have
0: uh, got um, our buddies over at um, Android, Vision on, Android Vision on the Facebooks. Yep. Um and then um, you know, that's for you know scratch your horror. Mm hmm. Uh, Itch, and then it's kind of like it's
1: kind of like a Mystery Science Theater three thousand sort of deal, but with horror kinda, movies. Yeah, no,
0: yeah. And then um, if you really want to get in depth and be you know intellectual and stuff, uh, there's The Bad Philosopher, which is always a good read.
1: Yeah,
0: and you know interact by all means. But yeah, so Android Vision on Facebook and also The Bad Philosopher. on on facebook That's along with the hardcore archaeologist
1: there you go and because we're all because we're all old people all this is on facebook you can check us out at spooky or uh, facebook.com slash the spooky podcast we're also on facebook <laughs> <laughs> you can go and yell at us there don't forget about us, forget about us. um but yeah and like i said before i'm not you know too far into it but like I said, when you when you're here in this, there's also that patron-only podcast that you can check out at Patreon.com/slash/TheSpookyPodcast, and we will see
0: you next week on Spooky, the Spooky Podcast.
1: S P O O K Y. I don't know why I want to spell it today. <laughs> I
0: can't even do it. <laughs> S P to. S P double o to the P O O to the K A. it's actually Y. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. I'm Bye. Shane K. Weedy.
1: I'm Chris L. Dillon. Bye. Bye.